um, because we owe you that because there were some scriptures that we needed to give you to go along with what we were saying. And we didn't realize that we didn't have them all with us until we finished the service. So this morning, we want to make sure that you have those um, scriptures. Amen? Amen? We've been talking about the nations. That's what we've been talking about. And in talking about the nations, that's all Kendrick's tongues, races of people. We've been talking about people of color in the Bible, which I believe is so important. I tell you, um, this is a subject that um, I was working on back in 2010. And the way I got started on it was a gentleman had come to the ministry and he had ministered about people of color in the Bible. Well, the way he ministered it, Jesus was black. Just everybody was black in the Bible. So I'm looking at him like, I don't, I don't believe so <laughs> to myself. You know, and I kind of asked some questions when everything was over. You know, and they left it at that. So after he left and had did his series, I did some studying on my own back in 2010 with the Holy Spirit. And it was just amazing the things that God allowed me to see. First of all, Jesus was not black. And everybody in the Bible was not black. Okay, but what you will find in the word of God is all nations. So let's do this. I want to go back. And if you're keeping real good notes or if you got a good listening heart, that'll work too. I want to put emphasis on the fact, and if we're going to label this morning's message, it is going to be that we're still talking about people of color in the Bible. People of color in the Bible. Amen? Amen. So what I want to do is I want to go all the way back to where it began. That's, that's important, isn't it? All the way back. And so I tell people, you're starting at the wrong place. If you're starting with your family line, then you've started at the wrong place. You have to go all the way back to Noah. I'm going to say that again. You and I, even our moms and our dads, they have to go all the way back to Noah. Amen? Amen. So let's just go for scriptural references. Let's go back to Genesis because I, I want this to be a blessing to you today. Okay, go back to Genesis. And I want you to go all the way back. Let's start at Genesis 9 and 1. Genesis 9 and 1. Amen. Because I think it's important for you to know that you are in the Bible. Is that, a, that, is that okay? I think it's important for you to know that you have a rich history. Amen. I think it's important for you to know some of the things that our ancestors did so we won't do them. I'm just, I'm being serious, amen? amen. So let's just, <laughs> let's just look at this. So the Bible says in Genesis 9 and 1, and God blessed Noah and his sons. Somebody say that. Say, God blessed Noah, God bless Noah and, his sons. and his sons. 
I want that to sink in. And he said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Okay, that's, that's what he told them. Now, I want you to go to verse 18. And in your leisure time, you can read all of Genesis 9, 1 through 18. So I want you to look at verse 18. And it says, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Now, we won't get into that today, but there's a reason why they put that like that. They need you to understand that. I don't know if any of you have, I'm just going to kind of glaze over it. Uh, uh, there's a scripture in the Bible where when Noah and his family got off the boat from the flood, Noah did build an altar unto the Lord. But before he did that, he became, as they say, a husbandman, and he had a garden. Okay? He, he had a garden. And not only um, did he have a um, garden, he planted a vineyard. And in that vineyard, Noah planted grapes by which you could make wine. Amen? And we're just going to glaze over this. And so anyway, Noah, his, his vineyard did real good. And from that vineyard, he made him some wine. And the Bible says he got drunk. You know, his business, he was in his tent, but, oh, Lord, I didn't know we were going here. Let's just, uh, I tell you what, go to Genesis 9, 18. All right, and it says, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. That's a key. From them, Shem, Ham, Japheth, was the whole earth overspread. Why? Because everybody was drowned in the flood except for Noah and his family. And Noah, in the 20th verse, began to be a an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine and was drunken. Oh, my. And he was uncovered within his tent. So he was at home. Amen? His business. Is that understood? He was at home. That was his business. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backwards and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. Now, now let me, I, I wasn't going there today, but from this it derived long time ago that the entire black race was cursed. That is not true. If you notice how God set it up, my, 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 because he's the, now I need you to stay with me. He's the all-seeing God. He's the all-knowing God. He's omniscient, right? Amen. He sees the beginning from the end. He's Alpha and Omega, right? Amen. If you notice in the word of God, it did not say that Noah cursed Ham, but he cursed his great-grandson, Canaan. But I need you to understand something. Listen to me good. 
Canaan, out from Canaan came who? The Canaanites. They're part of the Ites, the Hivites, huh? Jebusites, Canaanites, those crazy people, those wild people. So what God did, he arranged it where he didn't curse Ham. Uh-oh. He didn't curse Cush. He cursed Canaan. Why did he do that? Why did he allow that? He says, no, I won't let the curse fall on because of what Ham did. He says, I won't let the curse fall on the entirety of the, uh, of the people of color, but it has to fall somewhere. So since I'm God and I already know the hearts of the Canaanites, because you know the Canaanites got drove out of Canaan, God said, I got to take it from them because they're so sinful. But it was taught way, way back that the entirety of the black race was cursed. That is not true. The Canaanites were cursed. Amen? Amen. Say that with me. Say Ham, Ham was not cursed. cursed. Say Cush, Cush was, not was not cursed. Say, but the Can- Canaan, say Canaan, Canaan was, cursed. was cursed. Because, because his, his daddy, daddy looked upon the nakedness of his daddy in his drunken state. So people took that and they ran with it and they didn't get any understanding. And so they made people feel bad and they said things that they shouldn't have said and things were done to people that shouldn't have been done. Hey, amen. Amen. I say amen. amen. And it also taught me something once I got into the word. You shouldn't be looking upon your mother and your father's nakedness. You shouldn't be wanting to look upon nobody's nakedness. It's a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. It's disrespectful. That's just their daddy. Let them run. My children didn't do that. We didn't do that. No, everybody respected everybody. You need to learn how to respect everybody in the household. Just because they're children, it doesn't mean that if they see something, it won't stay lodged in their mind. And so you open the door for crazy stuff to start happening. Well, that's just they uncle. Let them run on in there. Let them see. The devil is alive. Put your clothes on. Ooh, man, that was a task. My grandchildren, when they were coming, and they would come to the house, and they were little, especially when Daniel was coming. And Lord have mercy, I would always have to do whatever I was going to do for myself personally the night before. That way, when he was there, I wasn't running trying to jump in the shower. I wasn't running trying. You understand what I'm saying? When my husband came home for lunch, I was like, thank you, Jesus. Can you watch him? I'd have to go to the ladies' room. (laughs) Do you understand what? Respect. we're, We're losing. We're losing. We're causing our children to lose respect for us as human beings because we say, oh, it doesn't matter. That's their dad. That's just their mom. It won't matter. You don't, yeah, it it affects them. Put your clothes on. Shut your doors. Keep your business, your business, business to yourself. Oh, I'm coming where you at. All this loose living in front of them. It's out of order. Yes, Lord. Oh, it won't matter. I forgot my towel. Let me just run. They won't see. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They 
And they don't need to be watching it on TV. Because I, I learned something many, many years back from this. And from that day forward, I promised myself, no way am I going to allow my children to ever see my husband or my nakedness. And I tell anybody, don't, you don't do that. And neither do I want to see anybody else's nakedness. Amen. It's disrespectful. Isn't it, it, that what it said? Verse 22, Genesis, if you want to, put it in your journal. Write it down, jot it down. Go back over, Genesis 9, 22. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and he told his two brethren. But notice, Jim and Shaphet, Shem and Japheth, they took a garment, and this is what they did. One was on one end of the garment, the other brother, and they did this. They knew where they were going. They knew what they had to do. Come on, Ham. And they... Stop talking about, oh, they just babies. They won't know. It's okay. It's not okay. Because then you get other things going. Yes. They, oh, my, my, my. Oh, ooh. No, you buy them a potty chair movie. They can go to the bathroom with me. No. No. That's not how you do things. Get them a potty chair movie. They got them at the library. Get them a potty chair book. Read to them. See, that's where you're going to put in some time with them then. Amen. And train your children. Amen. Stop letting them look up on your nakedness. It's not all right. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So that is not true. The whole black race of people are not cursed. It was Canaan that was cursed. Turn to, I'm going to show you, Genesis 10, 15. We're talking about people of color. Okay, Genesis 10, 15, and it says, And Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and what? The Jebusites, the Amurites, and the who? Gergesites, and the Hivites, and the Archites and the Sinites. <laughs> Those people were bad people. You don't remember the Canaanites? Man, they worshiped everything but Jesus Christ. They worshiped, I mean, they did it all. Hello? But God already knew they would never have a heart for him. Amen? Amen. So you gotta, if you're going to worship the Lord, you, you need to worship him from where he is. God knows from the beginning to the end. So he already knew how they were going to be. And we know the Canaanites. I think all when you come up to the New Testament during the time of Pentecost, I believe you had a few that came out and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. All right. So now let's go back. Genesis 9 and 1. Come on. That's what you need. Your Bible, your iPhone, your iPad. Come on. Turn those pages, turn that iPad, come on, click that button, let's go. Genesis 9 and 1, and, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. So they had to replenish the earth. 
Genesis 9, 19, these are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Uh, Genesis 10 and 1. Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. Verse 5, by these were the owls of the who? Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families, in their what? Nations. Nations. Notice you do not see the word nation until you get to Genesis chapter 10. You do not see nations until you get to Genesis chapter 10. Why? Everybody else drowned in the flood. God is repopulating. So who were the nations? Let's just see. Shem. Out from Shem came the Jews, Assyria, Syphophoenician, Arabs, Armenians. Out from Japheth came the Japhetic people, the Meds, the Greeks, Caucasian people of Europe and Northern Asian, Orientals. But out from Ham came the Hermetic people, people of color. You might want to write that down. There came the Ethiopians, the Canaanites, Babylonians, and the Egyptians, and the Philistines, and the Africans. Now, there's no way you're going to sit here and tell me that you have never seen on TV Ethiopians, Egyptians, Philistines, and Africans, Babylonians, and they were not people of color. You, You can't tell me that. You you, you can't even make me not believe it. Amen? Amen. So, with that being said, I want you, we're going to move, we're going to move, because we got some things we want to add. So what we did was we went through the Bible, and I told you I was only going to use words that we knew, that we knew, that we knew these were people of color in the Bible, right? So when we get to Moses' wife, who is Zipporah, she was from the ancient land of Cush. Mm, 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 mm. Amen? Amen? Cush means Cushite. Amen? Amen? In Hebrew, though, guess what Cush? When, when, a, when a Hebrew says the word Cush, guess what it means? It means black. So whenever they say Cush, they're talking about black. They're talking about color. They're talking about skin deep color. So then that lets me know Moses married a woman of color. Go to Numbers 12. Okay. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. I'm only using words where we'll know that we know that we know. Somebody say this with me. Say, everybody Everybody in the Bible Bible was not black. black. Say, everybody Everybody in the Bible Bible was not a person of color. color. Say, but there are people people of color color in the Bible. Bible. Say, very dark complected people are in the Bible. Bible. All right, Numbers 12. Okay, verse 1. And it says, Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman. Wow. Is that in your Bible? I say, is that in your Bible? 
Moses wasn't black. Moses was a Hebrew. A light-complected man with straight hair. Come on here. Moses was not black. Moses was a Hebrew. But Zipporah was an Ethiopian woman. Now, I wanted to bring my, I should have brought my, I was going to bring my iPad. And I, I wanted to show you a clip. I'm going to see if anybody's seen it. How many of you have watched the old original Moses movie? The old one. Not this brand new one. The Ten Commandments. The, I'm sorry. That's it. Thank you, Elder One. The Ten Commandments. Do you remember the scene where Moses brought the Ethiopian king and queen as a gift to be friends with the king of Egypt? Did you see how dark she was? Did you see her hair? That's, who, that's the type of woman he married. And they had two children. Something else about you, hopefully you'll see it today. We'll see it today. It was so much, my God, intermingling in the Bible. That's how we're here. Because most people look at you and they say, well, how in the world did we get here? Where did this color begin? Because what you don't understand, we look today and say there are interracial marriages, but there was so much interracial marriages going on, it wasn't funny. And all the blood got mixed in, and here we come with the children. And so we got all different colors. I like this little song. I, it was a long time ago when I worked in the daycare, and we had just started the little school. And this teacher, she had brought this little song to the children, and I loved it every morning. And I, I don't know all of it, it just said, Father Abraham had many children, red, black, yellow, you know, and I am one of them. Oh, that song was so cute. It was so cute because it was so true. It was so true. You said, well, how would you get Abraham in there? Because Abraham came down through the lineage of Noah. Amen. You all in the Bible. Amen. The whole Bible is not... Uh, people of color, but we in there. Somebody said, we in there. We in there. And you didn't start from your mama and your daddy. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't start from your daddy and your mama. You started from Noah. Amen. You didn't start from slaves in Africa. You started from Noah. Amen. Order, order. It's time, it's time, it's time, Anna. Yes, Lord. It's time. You need to know that. Because if all we're going to do is stay stuck on slavery, all you're going to be stuck on is misery, poverty, sickness, without, and the man. Who is the man? <laughs> the man. I'm, the man is oppressing me. Well, who is the man? Does, do they have a name? I won't go there. I started I start saying like penguin. I am a man. I have a name. <laughs> Okay, we won't go there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. It is not the man that has you oppressed. It is the devil. Man. Get away from the devil and you won't be oppressed. Man. Get with the God of Abraham and the God of, of Noah. Get with the God of, 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 that created heaven and earth so the oppression will leave. Because over in the book of Acts, it says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen. So if you're oppressed this morning, I don't know about the man, I know about the devil. Amen. 
And the only way to break the oppression of the devil is through the anointing of Jesus Christ. Amen. And what, what did the king's uh, daughter say about the king's wife of Ethiopia? Uh, he, he was saying that uh, it was something the king said of Egypt. He says it's something Moses when you have your enemies to become your friends And then the daughter said and such a beautiful enemy <laughs> The women weren't shabby back then, baby <laughs> They weren't shabby mm -hmm. They didn't dress any kind of way look any kind of way because they knew who they were they were prince princess queens and kings It is not your skin color that's holding you back in life. It is sin, S-I-N. Oh, I came right this morning. We got to teach our little boys and little girls better than that. I don't care if they black as the night. You beautiful. You handsome. You can be somebody in this life. Jesus wants you to be somebody. I don't care if they brown as peanut butter. Red, black, brown, ooh, that was a cute little song. Father Abraham had many sons, and I am one of them. <laughs> I like that song. And the little children would just sing it, and I would look around the tables at them, and I said, wow, all these different colors, and they belong to Father Abraham. So she was a Cushite. Is, is that in the Bible? It says she was an Ethiopian, okay? And I gave you the scriptures, but we'll give them again for intent purposes of those who were not here. Uh, Moses' wife, you can, be, you can find that in Numbers chapter 12, verse 1, Exodus chapter 2, verse 16 through 22, Exodus 3 and 1, Exodus 4 and 18. Exodus 18, 1 through 12. Then there was the Ethiopian eunuch. You remember him? Huh? He was, he, was, he was over the charge of all of Candace, queen of the Ethiopian treasury. They had money. And when I show you in the Bible today, it's all true. They had the, they had the gold and the silver. They were whoo, blessed, rich, overflowing Lord have mercy have mercy the scriptures for that is Acts 8 26 through 39 let's go to Acts 8 we're going to move we're going to move because I have some things I want to show you this morning from the Lord you walk out here with your head up not full of pride put your head up because it's not the color of your skin Jesus loves you he hates sin. I say he hates sin. We got to get the sin out. Of, out. We got to get the sin out. Got to let it go. It's killing us. It's bringing us down. Not the color of your skin. Woo. But this is how my great granddaddy act. Well, you better, get, you better get rid of the spirit of great-granddaddy because it's killing you. Great-grandmama, great-great-great-great-grandmama, great-granddaddy and grandmama, you better get, it, get rid of it. You better let it go. 
if it wasn't about Jesus. All right then, okay. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. And it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of what? Of what? Ethiopia. A man of Ethiopia. A man of what color? Color. Look at your skin. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. So if God hated people of color, why did he tell Philip, a Jew, to go and minister the word of God to this Ethiopian man? Why did he go and tell him to explain the scriptures to him concerning Jesus Christ? It's because God does not hate black people. He wants sin gone. Somebody say, it's not my skin color. It's not my skin color. Say, it's sin. Say, my skin color is not holding me back. Say, sin is my enemy. Now, here's where I'm going to give you the scripture. Do you remember Simon of Siren, a man of color who carried the cross of Jesus? Okay, that's Matthew 27. And I'm going to give you the rest of the scriptures because I did not. Matthew 27, 27 to 32. Mark 15, 20 to 21. Luke 23, verse 26. Let's go to Matthew. We only go to, go to one. Go to Matthew 27. Okay. 27. Matt. Matthew 27, 27. Okay, Matthew 27, 27. And I'm going to read it. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had planted a crown of thorns, they put it up on his head and a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and they spit upon him. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Jesus. This is what they did to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after they had mocked him, they took the robe off of him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, verse 32, they found a man of Siren, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear the cross. Do you see that? Amen. Let me tell you a little bit about the country, Siren. It is located in northern Africa. Okay? It's located in northern Africa. So this man was a man of what? Color. Color. You remember Ebed Malek? This is the man that worked as a court official for the king of Judah that saved Jeremiah from the pit. Amen. I didn't, I'm going to give you the scriptures this morning. Amen. Ebed-Melech was a Cushite. He was a Cushite. What does Cush mean? He was a man of color. But yet he, he helped Jeremiah. 
God's prophet. And really, I want you to go back and read this scripture because it's so beautiful the way they have it. Jeremiah 38, verses 1 through 13. Jeremiah 39, 15 through 18. And if you don't mind, just turn to Jeremiah 38 for a minute. I'm not going to read the whole, but I just want you to see something. It is so beautiful. And you're going to tell me God don't like black people? That is not true. That's a lie from hell. I say it's a lie from hell. Let's just look at Jeremiah 38 and 10. Can you do that, please? But write down Jeremiah 38, 1 through 13, please. But I just want you to see. You can read it in your leisure time. But I want you to see verse 10. It says, then the king commanded Ebed-Melech, the Ethiopian. How plain can you get? I said, how plain can you get? A man of color, of deep color. He said, he said, take from hence 30 men with thee and take up Jeremiah the prophet out of the dungeon before he die. Look at verse 12. And Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian said unto Jeremiah, put now these old cast clouts and rotten rags under thine arm holes under the cards. And Jeremiah did so. So they drew up Jeremiah with the cards and took him up out of the dungeon. And Jeremiah remained in the court of the prison. Okay. Now go to Jer you can read it in your leisure. Now go to Jeremiah 39. And I just want you to, now, I hope you wrote down Jeremiah 39, verses 15 through 18, but I just want to read, this is so beautiful, verse 16. Would you please go there with me? Amen. He said, go and speak to, this is the Lord now. Okay, start at 15, please. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, now the word of the Lord came to who? Jeremiah. Thank you. While he was shut up in the court of the prison saying, go and speak to Ebed-Melech, the Ethiopian. So the Lord knew what he, who he was. Amen. Is that in your Bible? Amen. He says, saying, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will bring my words upon this city for evil and not for good, and they shall be accomplished in that day before thee. But I will deliver thee. This is so beautiful. I will deliver thee in that day, saith the Lord, and thou shalt not be given into the hand of the men of whom thou art afraid. For I will surely deliver thee, and thou shalt not fall by the sword, but thy life shall be for a prey unto thee, because thou hast put thy, ooh, there it is, thou hast put thy trust in me, saith the Lord. So, so who did this man of color put his trust in? That's what, the, that's what the people of color need to do. You got to trust in everybody, everything but the Lord. Amen. And everybody out for themselves. Amen. They're not thinking about us. They're not thinking about you. But the Lord is. Amen. I said, but the Lord is. Amen. I'm so glad. Can we go a little further? Amen. Oh, my. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So we move on from there, and we come to Ham. Now, there's a reason why Ham is in here. Okay. Remember, Ham 
is the second son of Noah. Ham in Hebrew means, listen at this, Ham in Hebrew means hot or sunburnt. So when I, when I first saw the word hot, I, I, first thing came to my mind, hot-headed. Why are black men and black women so hot-headed? Quick-tempered, fly off the mouth, can't hold nothing. Shine for me, Anna, shine for me. See, this is a deliverance service. So all of you who don't understand what's going on, you just take a little nap. Wake up, we'll be delivered. When you wake up, we're going to be delivered. This is a deliverance service. Ham means hot or sunburnt. Cush means black. Ham is the second son of Noah. Somebody say that. Say Ham, Ham. is the second son of Noah. And said, all the people of color came from Ham. Ham's descendants are interpreted by Josephus. Josephus is a Jewish writer that kept records in those days. And he says they were populated, they, they as having populated Africa and the adjoining parts of Asia. Mm. So even he articulates that back to Africa. Amen? Amen? All right. Now listen at this. Noah begot Ham. Actually, I tell you what, go to Genesis 10 and 1. Ham. Somebody said the next person of color we're talking about is Ham. Oh, you sound so raggedy. I don't care if you don't like it, you're going to say it. And then when you get out of here, go home and forget about it. I don't care. But I'm going to do what God told me to do. Ham, the second son. Sound like you on a. What's the matter? Oh, Jesus. Ooh, Lord. Maybe that's why my name was changed to Sheba. All right. All right. Ooh. Knowledge is powerful. Amen. That's what's wrong with us as well. Amen. We don't want no knowledge. We want everything. See, that goes back to the day. Mm, Lord. It's an ancestral spirit. Laziness. Don't want to do nothing. Want everything handed to me. Somebody owe me something. Really? Jesus already gave you something. His blood on the cross. So Ham is the next person of color that we're talking about. You can find that in Genesis 10 and 1, verse 5, and Genesis 6 through 7. Okay? And I want to start reading at Genesis 10 and 6. Ham is the second son of Noah. Ham's descendants are interpreted by Josephus as having populated Africa and parts of Asia. Mm. So Noah begot Ham, and these are the sons of Ham. Verse 6, Cush, Mizram, Put, and who? There he is. That's the only one that God cursed. And if you go back and read about them Canaanites, they were rough. They were rough. Amen? Amen? But here's something I want you to see. Look at Genesis 10 and 7. Amen. So Ham 
begat Cush. But here are the sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Septa, Ramah, Septicha, and the sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. Now, when I saw this, <laughs> the first thing the Holy Spirit, because it took him to bring this to me, why in the world did Cush name one of his sons Havilah? It is known in that day for people to name their children after their lands. Can I show you something? This thing's so intertwined. Oh my God. It's so intertwined. Now, Ham, Cush is the son of Ham, grandson of Noah the original ancestors of the inhabitants of the land. There's a land also called Cush. It is a nation south of Egypt. Listen at this. It's a nation south of Egypt with differing boundaries, including differing dark-skinned tribes. That's why Jeremiah wrote in Jeremiah 13, 23, can the Ethiopian uh, change their spots, change, change their color? Let's go there. I don't like that. Go to Jeremiah. That was raggedy. I don't like that. Jeremiah 13. We're going somewhere. I want to show you something. Jeremiah 13. Oh, I heard you. You didn't come for history class. <laughs> so happy. So sorry. <laughs> sorry for you. Jeremiah 13. 23. Can the Ethiopian change his skin? or the leopard his spots, then may ye also do good that are accustomed to doing evil. The Lord said, okay, you can't change the color of your skin, but you can do something with your ways. Amen. You can change your ways. Amen. But this is what I want you to see. It's a nation, there's a land called Cush, a nation south of Egypt, with differing boundaries. Now, so you say, well, how in the world did Egypt get people of color? Whatever color. But there was color. Look how close Ethiopia was to Egypt. What do you think happened? You think everybody stayed in their little line? No. no. The Ethiopians was jumping over the line, getting the Egyptian uh, women and the... Jumping, what do they call it? Jumping the broom. I said, Lord, wait a minute. When the Lord let me see, I said, huh? He said, yes. Cush, which is a land, is south of Egypt, including differing dark-skinned tribes. So Ham, the father of the Hamitic people, people of color. So, Noah's grandson, Cush, I need you to understand that. Somebody say, Ham, Ham is the son, is the son of, Cush. of Cush. And I, and I down through that line, through am connected, connected to, to Noah. Noah. Son, son, Ham. Ham. Amen. 
Listen at this though. But Noah's grandson, who is Cush, can you imagine that? Here's Noah, a Hebrew, having a little grandson of color. I just want you to see this in the Bible day. Noah's grandson Cush named one of his sons Havilah. This Havilah was noted for gold, precious stones, and the Hebrews, the Hebrews traded with Ethiopia in ebony, ivory, frankincense. You remember frankincense? Let me see if you can go back to when Jesus was born and the wise men bought well, where did they get it from? Have a lie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're not through yet. I'm going to show you something. The gold and precious stones were also in have a lie. So, can I show you something? Go to Genesis. Chapter 2. This thing's so connected. And I'm sorry, but we got to go to um, verse 7, Genesis 2 and 7. Please look at this. And it says in Genesis 2 and 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. Who did it? And there he put the man whom he had formed. There he put Adam. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The uh, tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of who? Eden. Pay close attention. Where did this river flow from? Eden. And who planted the garden? God. Hold on. A river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from this it parted and became into four parts. The name of the first is Pison, and that is which compasses the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. But where did Havilah, oh Jesus, I got this. Havilah, mmm. Order, 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 order. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wait a minute. <laughs> Havilah is in Africa, everybody. Y'all got to get this. You got to see this, and I'm going to let you. You can go wherever you want to go. <laughs> Havilah is in Africa. Yes. And the Lord planted a garden in Eden that ran through Africa. Oh my God. Oh my God. And Havilah is where the gold is, was, but that's all right. We can get it back. But it was Africa, Israel. And Eden was close to Africa. And Eden, they say, is actually in the land of what is now modern day Palestine. Modern-day Palestine. So what you think was going on that close to Africa with even Adam and Eve's? Come on, baby. Oh, mercy, mercy up in here. 
So if God hated the black folk, why you give us, why you put us where the gold was? Why you put gold in our land? Oh my goodness. Somebody say it's not the color of my skin. Say the Lord don't hate me. Say sin hates me. Say sin is robbing me of my heritage. Wait a minute now. So Havilah is where the goal is. Wait a minute. And the goal of that land is what? Good. There is also bedelium and the onyx stone. That's perfume and onyx stones. You know, those things are pretty, pretty, pretty. That's that black rock. Those things are beautiful. Amen. It says in the 13th verse, and the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. Are you for real? No, Adam and Eve, you was that close to Africa and Ethiopian. So God gave water to the land of gold. He gave water to the land of Ethiopia. You know you got to have water to live. Can we go on? Oh, I'm going to let you go. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Then the 14th, and the name of the third river is Hideko, that is which goeth toward the east of Assyria, and the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Do you see that? Havilah. Genesis 10 and 7, a land noted for gold and precious stones. And the Hebrews would trade. And the Hebrews would trade with Ethiopia for ebony, ivory, frankincense, gold, and precious stones. Go to Job 28:19. Oh my goodness. And you're gonna tell me I can't have some of what's in the earth. Come on, y'all better wake up. Amen. But you know everybody don't want nothing. Oh, I'm going to enjoy. I, I, did y'all, because, let, me, let me tell you how it works. I'm not serving God for stuff. Amen. And that's been proven. And he's going to test you. Oh, he's going to make sure you're not serving him for stuff. Amen. But since I'm passing the test with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to enjoy the stuff. It's true. Your ancestors had it all. They had the gold. They had the ivory. They had the ebony. They had the precious stones. They had the frankincense. They had the perfume. Them black women wasn't stinking. I'm sorry, that's just the way I got to put it. I might can't pronounce it, but God give me some money, I'm going to buy. And I'm going to wear My daughter said, Mama, you can't even say them big words. I said, that's all right, baby, I can wear I'm a wed. Somebody said, what's that you got on? Oh, baby, I don't know, but it's, you know. Hey. Ah, trying for me. Hey. That's why that Ethiopian in the day of Philip was over the treasury of Candace, queen of Ethiopia. That was money. And you walk around here talking about, oh, the man got me down. The man won't let me work. Really? It ain't the man, it's the devil. The devil. Stop it. Amen. Well. He said, hey, I see. 
Come on now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, Lord. Oh, rest in me now. Job 28, 19. And it reads, the topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it, neither shall it be valued with pure gold. What he's talking about is the wisdom of God. But yet he wants you to know the topaz came from where? Where did it come from? And you don't have any. Oh, Jesus. Trying to show you something. Deuteronomy 32. You ought to have a piece if you ain't got but a corner. Where we at? Somebody look at, put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm not serving the Lord Jesus Christ for stuff. But the stuff comes with the territory. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7, he says, Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy fathers, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance. Did you see that? So what did he divide to every nation? An inheritance. Oh, you going to get this? I didn't write the Bible, so wake up. The Bible says that the Lord God Almighty divided to every nation of people, every kindred, every tongue, every color, their inheritance. And you don't want yours. That's so ridiculous. Come in here and the word going forth and going to roll your eyes, take a little nap, and I'm trying to give you the word of God to let you know it ain't your skin color. It wasn't from the beginning. It's right there in the word. He said, I already divided their inheritance. So guess what, Minister Brittany? I want mine back. I'm here to represent my nation. When the Lord gave that to me, he said, each one of you in this ministry, in KSL, represents a nation. Don't you want your inheritance back? Well, how are you going to know to believe for it if you don't know it's in the Word? No, we just want to stay dumb, stupid, and lazy, and shuffle along. Oh, the devil is crazy. Oh, I'm going to come where you at. I'm not afraid. I got a bologna sandwich at home. That just simply means, you know, because some people will stop giving. Just want you to know I got, some, I got some meat and bread at home. Amen. Got a little mayo to put on it. Amen. Look at uh, Carton looking like, no, nah, Pastor, we ain't want you to eat no bologna. <laughs> Thank you, Carton. <laughs> I didn't write the word the Lord did. The most high. <clears throat> he didn't say the president. <clears throat> he didn't say the governor. He didn't say the secretary of state. He says the most high divided to the nations their inheritance. When he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Somebody say, I represent a nation. I represent a 
Say, I might not know the nation, but I know I'm a part of Noah, Ham, Abraham. Through Jesus Christ, I am the seed of Father Abraham. I have an inheritance. And today, I claim my inheritance. And if you can't stand on nothing but that one scripture, you better write it down and put it in your journal. Amen. You are supposed to have a car, a home, a job, money, clothes, peace, you're, along with your salvation. You're supposed to have those things. Amen. I said you're supposed to have those things. See, we started out in the projects until we learned better. I'm talking about going with me now. Until we learned better. Until we learned the word of God. Amen. We emerged from poverty and lack until we learned better. See, what I'm teaching you now, I heard it a long time ago, but I didn't get any word on it. I just heard our ancestors had gold and silver and clothes and maid servants and and I'm like what and it still belongs to you but I didn't have the scripture on it but when I got the scripture on it then I could work the word what does that mean it means I begin to pray it declare it decree it accept it in my heart look to Jesus to do it for me look to Jesus to raise me up I stopped looking to the government yeah. to give me my portion, to give me my back pay. Yeah. Nope. <clears throat> nope. I'm looking to Jesus. I learned how to work the word, and I didn't come off the word, and I'm still not coming off the word because I got children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I, I believe I got great-great. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at right now. But anyway, okay, fine. No, no, no. I don't know where, I don't, they got to get some cooks. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, so you don't want, you're not looking out for your generations. It's not just for you. It's not just for you. It is for your generations to be touched. Amen. They're a part of the nations. So when I learned how to work the word, I worked the word. I'm still working the word, and I'm going to be working the word till Jesus called me home. Amen. Even working the word for you, because I'm standing here today preaching the word. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We sit back, and we see everybody else. Everybody else. Going places, doing things. Venturing out, enjoying life, and we stand up there talking about the man holding me down. That's a lie. Amen. That's a lie. It's no man holding you down. It is the devil. It is sin. Your skin color has nothing to do with it because the Lord allowed our skin color. Amen. 
It started back in the day of Noah. It's in the Bible. And the only reason we're dealing with Ham, the son of Noah, is because he had a son called Cush, and then he named one of his sons, Cush named one of his sons Havilah. And Havilah is noted for gold and silver and ebony and ivory and frankincense and topaz. And now, I'm going to read this again because it goes with the next thing, the next verse. Deuteronomy 32, verse 8. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, their inheritance, the table of nations. Listen at this. I didn't write this. The table of nations list Havilah as son of Cush, showing Havilah's political ties to the nations. What does that mean? Because I had to ask the Lord, what does that mean? That means he had a part with the rest of the nations. He was not set out there, over there. Oh, the Lord can't look upon you because the color of you. The devil is a lie. God said you are brought in as part of the nations with the rest of the nations. You have a tie in with the rest of the nations. Amen. Even though it's over in Ethiopia. See, our people, we, we ran with that, I'm black and I'm proud, but they didn't know what they were supposed to be proud of. And when our youth program gets back up, I want a section taught in there. I understand we do this black history thing. That's all well and good. But, but I also want a section in there where we go all the way back to Noah, uh, Noah and Ham because they don't know. Amen. They don't know. They don't know. And if we don't teach them and leave something for them, they're going to think everything stops with, with slavery. I am so sick and tired. And we got to dress like a slave to prove a pern and look crazy. No! I'm bringing that clip. Because when I saw it for the first time, I say, huh? What? Our black men should wear jacket and tie sometime. Amen. You ought to dress nice sometime. You ought to get a haircut. You ought to smell good. Amen. You ought to look good. Amen. You somebody. Amen. You belong to Jesus Christ. He created you. He allowed you to be on this earth. Oh, they don't care. They want your pants hanging down. They want you full of drugs, laying in the gutter, drunk as a skunk. But in here, the, see, KSL started out as a place of education. That's really to, to educate. It's on there. It's in the vision. Yeah. It's in the vision to educate. And I promise you, we're going to educate if you want it. It's going to be made available. Is it for pride? Is it to bring hatred? No! God don't want us hating anybody. He doesn't hate anybody. 
Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me show you something in the book of Acts. Is that okay? Amen. We sticking to the word. Amen. So this is what I want to say too. Havilah in Genesis 2 and 7, just a minute. The river from Eden flowed around the whole land of Havilah, which is thought to be in Africa. Did y'all hear that? Amen. The river of Eden, where Adam and Eve was, flowed around the whole land of Havilah, which is thought to be in Africa. Ethiopia is in East Central Africa. God, why in the world did you put a garden there? Have y'all noticed how God always meets a need? He always places where there's a need. Okay, I just, just want to ask. Go to Acts, please. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Go to Acts 17. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on to Acts 17. Okay. Before we go to Acts 17, jot down Acts chapter 10, 34. Acts 10, 34, please. And then we're going to Acts 17. It'll make more sense. Acts 10, 34. Okay. Acts chapter 10, verse 34. It says, then Peter opened his mouth and said of a truth. Somebody say, this is truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of person, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Wow. Is that in your Bible? Amen. No, I want you to see that. And you represent one of the nations. That's what the Lord had to give me. He says, you go back and tell them they are an individual of one of those nations. And that island that my husband had connections to was Bombadus. Is, am I saying it right? Bombay. Say it again. Barbados. Barbados. His ancestors came from Barbados, which is near what? What did you say? Jamaica. Jamaica. Okay, so, so each individual in here, you represent a nation. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. But here's what the Lord says to you. If you want to get back to your inheritance that God gave out in the beginning, you're going to have to fear the Lord, work righteousness, and this is acceptable with God. Say this with me. Say, the Lord, the Lord is, no is no respecter, respecter of person. person. Can't nobody stop you. Amen. Well, 
that's good. Amen. Can't nobody stop you but you. Amen. Wake up time. Amen. Can't nobody, what I'm saying is, <laughs> can't nobody stop you from going forward and being blessed and being prosperous and enjoying life and being happy but you. This is the house of the Lord. This is a place of learning. We don't live in the church. Amen. See, a lot of us get the mindset of living in the church. No, no, no. God, God doesn't want you living in the church. He wants you to take what you learn in the worship center and take it out here and live. Amen. He wants you to broaden your horizon. He wants you to spread out, enlarge your tents. You can't do that in here. It's out there. Ah, yeah, they say can't. That's what happened with the children at the Tower of Babel. The Lord had told them, spread out, intermingle. He knew what he was doing. He was resetting the boundaries again. Why? Because after the flood, all those people had died because of their sins and rejection of the word. So he was telling them, don't stop right here in the land of Shinar. I want you to go out and spread abroad. Take what you know about God, Jesus Christ. So we can't live in the church, but we come to the church and we come here to get the knowledge of God so we can take it back out and live it, work it, and spread abroad. Oh, you're going to spread, brother. I, look at here. It's, going, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. In the name of Jesus, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. <sighs> Doors opening yes. even the more Amen. in Jesus' name. See, that's what the anointing is for. It's for those who can't help themselves. Yeah. The anointing is not to grease you down and just keep speaking blessings over you. It's for those that can't help themselves. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen. So you come in here and the radar go up and the anointing is going on. God said, lay hands. I'm going to do it. Why? Because he's healing you from the oppression of the enemy. Amen. So you can go forward. Amen. And nobody's going to control me in that area. Amen. Nobody. Amen. Nobody. That's between God and me. I'm his maid, hand servant, maid servant, and I'm going to obey him. He's no respect of a person. You need to put that, praise God, in your journal, on your phone. Put it where you can see it. Acts chapter 10. Glory to God. Uh, Acts 10, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. Let's go. Let's go. He says, but in every nation. Verse 35, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is acceptable with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. The word I say ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Amen. That's why you hear keys to successful living ministry. It is because of what's up in here to help you. Amen. 
Yes, we've had people to come in off the street and desire God to give them a breakthrough. Didn't know him from Adam's house cat. Had never put a dime in the plate. And God said, lay hands and speak the word. And God destroyed the yoke and removed the burden. And they got money, cars, houses, land, and didn't look back at the church or me. Oh, is that new to you? See, you think because you put it in the brick and the mortar, I'm a person too. Amen. I am a person. Amen. He, he says not only bless the ministry, bless the leadership. Amen. And that has happened over and over and over and over. That's the truth. And what do I do? I get up and I keep going. That's right. See them in a couple of years, they broke. Driving something, I don't know what it is. And I'm saying, what happened to the Cadillac? What happened to the nice Jeep? What, what, where is it? Because they got out there and started dancing with the devil. They left the ministry and started partying with the devil. Give or take three to four, five years, it was gone. Back to where they started from. <laughs> so that's why you're here. It's so the spirit of the Lord can work through your leadership and help you get to where you're going. Amen. Not where you're trying to go or where you're going. This is why I told you, God is after that nation again. It's all throughout the Bible. Amen. You said, what are you talking about? Lord, help me. You got me everywhere, but, I, but you told me what to bring, and I brought it, and I brought it. And I brought it. He wants a nation of people to come out. Go to Acts 17. We going, don't worry, I'm gonna let you go. Acts chapter 17, verse 26. This is in the Bible. This is in the Bible. And it says, talking about the Lord, and had made of one blood all nations of men. How many bloods? One. There's no such thing as black blood, white blood, red blood. That's a lie. God took one color of blood and made all mankind. And had made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and had determined the times before permanent and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord, if happily they may feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, we are also his offspring. Every nation, every race, every color is the offspring of 
God himself almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ. No man, no woman should look upon another person of color or no color and say, oh, you beneath me, you this. No, we're all God's children by faith. He created every last one of us and he gave each nation, every person, their inheritance. It's up to us to get it. It's up to us to do what it takes to get it and keep it. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's devices. Wait a minute. God said, I'll bless you till I can't bless you no more. But you need to understand that gold, that money in the bank, them shoes you wear, that car you drive, that bed you sleep in is not your God. That's not your God. That's what you use in the earth. That's your currency in the earth to buy things and enjoy life. But that's not who you serve. You serve God. That's what happened to the nations. They started serving idol gods. They started worshiping the money, worshiping the cars, worshiping the homes, worshiping their children, worshiping their husbands, worshiping their wives instead of God who gave it all to them. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. So you got the Gentile nations and their pagan gods. What is a pagan god? It's an object of false worship in the Bible who had no independent existence or power since only one god created and rules the universe. Here go to to pagan gods. The Egyptians, they served the sun, the Nile River, the air, the earth, and Osiris, god of the underworld. Ethiopia, what did they serve? Region of Nubia, just south of Egypt, from the first contract of the Nile unto Sudan. Modern Ethiopia is further to southeastern. Huh? What, what did they serve? Animals of the river, alligators, the hippos, the tigers. They believed in black magic and the use of charms. Sound like today. Sound like today. I'm going to see the soothsayer. I'm going to get my palm red. I'm going to do some black magic. I'm going to put a spell on you. I'm going to put a curse on you. I'm going to see Madam Brown. I'm going to see the hoodoo woman and the hoodoo man. That's ancestral curses, generational sins. I got to get this out for me. Ain't nothing on you but sin. Come on over. (laughs) You're going to pay them $500 to get it out for you? Come to me. I'll get it out for you. Give me the $500 because I know what's on you. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. I'm going to get it off of me. I'm going to see Madam Brown. Because it's some on me because I can't prosper. It's called sin. You got a spell on me. Show sure, little sin got you hypnotized. Bring the $500. Don't beat me here. Don't meet me here. Beat me here. 
crazy. And they don't tell you nothing. I can tell you what they tell you. That little phony baloney. Do you know that's, that, that this is why God didn't like the idol gods? It's in the Bible. It says, shouldn't the people seek unto their God from the living to the dead? He said, whatever you want to know, you need to come to Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why he didn't like them. He didn't like soothsayers and black magic because he was a God of all power. Amen. That's why when he sent Moses to Egypt, the first little thing that Moses did was he threw down his staff and it turned to a serpent. But what it was, the magicians in Egypt could throw down their staffs and they turned to serpents. So what God was showing them was, I can do what you can do, but I'm going to show you something. I can take it to a higher degree, a higher level. Because when the Nile became blood, they couldn't get rid of that. When the frogs start taking over the land, they couldn't do nothing with that. When the darkness covered their land and light was gone over Egypt, they couldn't do nothing with that. Think about it. He had to, God had to send 10 plagues to take Egypt down, people of color. That's how strong they were in their mess. So you don't want God to knock you off your high horse. That's, 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 yeah. Africa served the same as Ethiopia and Egyptians. They served the same thing. Animals of the river, the moon, the stars, the use of charms, black magic. They wish, you know, some of those people today worship alligators and hippos and tigers. The Canaanites served Baal. They worship false gods in a wild and evil way. Hmm. We're not going now. The Canaanites were the descendants of Ham, the son of Noah. They also served a fertility goddess called Ashtoreth. The Philistines served Dagon, Ashtoreth, Beelzebub. These are in the Bible. Y'all know this. And we got people today. We so foolish. Now you go on to crystals. <laughs> you go on to worshiping crystals and horoscopes and reading the stars. And let me tell you, and, and going to people. Let me tell you something about going to people. Ain't no Jesus in their life. Those people going to lie to you and tell you whatever you want them to say. And that's strange though, the people you go to, look how they living. Have you ever thought that they just, the Lord just, the, the, those soothsayers and Madam Browns that you go to and Mr. Fixes and all this stuff, look where they're living, look how they're living. Mm -mm. 
Uh-oh. What are they driving? Thank you. The Lord says, thou should have no other God before me. He says, whatever you want to know, I will tell you. He wants us to come to him. I said, God wants you to come to him. He wants you to trust him. He wants you and me to trust him. There's no hex on you. Ain't no witch put no spell on you. It's called sin. Oh, it's something wrong. I make one step, go two steps back, get out of sin. And see, we think we're going to play God. The Bible says he knows the intents of the heart, the hidden motives. You ain't going to do nothing with God but either come right or don't come at all. What is we? This ain't no game. And I've taught over the years, if there's a real issue in your life, you need to ask the Lord to help you. Yes. Don't be trying to cover it up. Go and be honest with God. Because he already knows. When there's a real deep issue in your life, you just need to be honest with him. Amen. Keep going to the Lord. Keep going to the Lord. Keep going to the Lord. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Don't try to cover it up. So what happened to all their riches? Why is it that there are certain parts of Ethiopia right now that they're having to fly water in? Why is Africa in almost, Lord have mercy, I don't even know if that's called lack anymore. Certain parts. Sin. And this is the last one, just to clear this one up. Everybody believes, and I love my white brothers and sisters. I love everybody. But everybody believes that it was the white missionaries who took Christianity to Africa. It was not. I'm going to give you this, and we're going. Amen? Amen? Just show you how smart God is. And do you know, there was something else I wanted you to know about Ham had Cush. Cush had Havilah. But he, Cush also had Nimrod. I don't want to get into his sin, but can I tell you something about Nimrod? He built kingdoms. A man of color. How can you build a kingdom and you're dumb? You can't. Are you listening to me? What I'm trying to show you is from the beginning, you've been smart, intelligent, blessed by God. But sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation. Oh, Proverbs 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. What does reproach mean? A disgrace, a shame. I said, Lord, this man was a mighty hunter, a builder of kingdoms. Do you know Nimrod built Nineveh? He didn't just build Babylon. 
Woo, I'm going. He, he didn't just build Babylon. He built Nineveh, Asher. I'm saying, wait. Somebody said there's a building. There's a builder in my blood. See, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm creative. Cush, look at Genesis 10 and 8. I want you to have a of reference. Genesis 10 and 8 says, And Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, Even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord, and the beginning of his kingdom, and the beginning of his what? Kingdom. His place of rule. Man of color was Babel, Erich, Achard. Did you see this? Huh? He built Nineveh and the city Rehoboth. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, help us. I can't. Oh, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I can't get it. Yes, you can. Stop it. Now, now you got to go all the way back and say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke and pluck up in Jesus' name the spirit of dumbness, the spirit of stupidity, because I'm not those things. And I cast those things off of me in Jesus' name. I am smart in Jesus' name. I am intelligent in Jesus' name. I am creative in Jesus' name. Stop putting your own, you putting yourself. Put your own self down. Oh, one word of encouragement. You're not going to get there without the Lord. Amen. Let me end it with that. You're not getting there without him. Oh, you'll get something. I said, you'll get something. You'll get something. I don't, I don't want to be a drunk, popping pills, laying on the psychiatrist's couch. I want to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. Amen. I say I want to be happy, healthy and wealthy. Amen. I don't want to be a drunk. I don't want to be popping pills. I don't want to have ulcers. Ulcers. I don't know if I'm saying. Yeah, that's without the Lord. Amen. I don't want to cheat my way, scheme my way, lie my way. I just have a few. I didn't, I didn't make that many. I just, um, for those who say I don't have um, these declarations, then you can, you can so have one. Um, today, you know, we gave you the declaration that God is my supplier, my source. Okay, two for you. Okay, so we gave you one confession and prayer for your healing, and we gave you my God shall supply, or God is my source. Amen? Amen. So, 
If you want one of these, you can surely have one. And if we run out, we can get some more. But I, I didn't make that many because we've given you this. We've given you this. And I want to say something. We're going to go back to the declarations of our ancestral. Um, we're going to do our ancestral declarations. And it's going to be with this month of September. You see what declarations are those? Those are the declarations where we go back and pluck up any ancestral sin that's in our life. Are you hearing me? We've done it once before. But see, the thing about it is, once you do it, you need to stay out those sins. So the Lord told me, he said, since, now listen at this real good. Since the Jewish New Year begins September 25th, and I shared with you on last Sunday that basically what I see from that is they prepare themselves for the coming year. So we're going to prepare ourselves for what God is doing, Amen. for what he's doing. He says, I'm calling a nation in here. This is not the only place he's calling one from, but we're included. Amen. And it's going to be a whosoever will. Amen. I want my inheritance. Amen. I'm going to get mine. Amen. I'm going to get mine. Because can't nobody stop you. Stop this foolishness. Where did you get that from? You blocking me. Well, how are they blocking you? Is they God? Are they God? No. Have they become God in your life? No. Thank you. <laughs> you are not my God. Amen. <laughs> so, come on now, be nice. Some of you all already have these. Anybody in here needs God is my source and confession and prayer for healing? Okay. You do not have it. All right. Lord, we thank you for your word today. All right, thank you so much, darling. We thank you for what you're sending in this house for us. We, we thank you, Father, that you have not forgotten about us. Okay, wait a minute, baby, one more. Let me see, yeah, one more. All right, come on, anybody else? You do not, you need it. You need to put it on your, on your mirror. Okay, baby. You need both. Okay. All right. All right. Mm -mm. It's just those. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? Okay. Okay. Which one? Okay. 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 Somebody, you need God's word works. It works. Which one? Both of them, I believe, right? All right, yes, sir. And you so supposed to be here. You so supposed to be here, sir. You in the right place. God bless you. Which one, baby? All right. All right. All right. Okay, baby, which one? All right. Okay, you're quite welcome. All right, this ends our service for today. 
And I pray that you work the word. I pray that you...